of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the wicked awesome, to use that Boston expression, Studio DRS ATL, right here in Roswell, Georgia, and the proprietor, my friend and buddy from Boston, Waheed Gomes, on the technology, and it wouldn't be a Ride the Vibe without Waheed's generosity and uh, brilliance on the technology. So I'm super fired up to have in the studio, JJ and the Hustlers. And the Hustlers have been indie from day one. They were indie before that was even a friggin' music genre, y'all. And the 15 years plus since their formation have been filled with having babies. Well, not them, but their wives, respective. Raising families, that they've been doing. Having countless good times, I can only imagine. And working about as hard as anyone can work to keep up with an unending lifestyle of family fun. How cool is that, y'all? Rock and roll, gotta dig it. And that's why the chicken sometimes gets burned on the grill. (laughs) I love it. Welcome, JJ and Kevin. Thank you. you. Man, oh man. Thanks for having us. So cool to have you guys in the studio. And for your fans that are legion and growing but may not be familiar with Ride the Vibe. The way we roll the show is we like to encourage the listeners to sit back in a comfortable environment, wherever that may be. You know, even coming up maybe on a raft here as the weather gets warm or fishing in the river or whatever they're doing and get a beverage of their choice. Sit back, because we're going to play seven of your songs off your new CD, Burned on the Grill, so to say speaking of, but we're not going to play it. It's in it, the songs in their entirety because we want uh, the listeners to go out and buy the music from you all and go to a show and see you and then buy the music there. And in the studio, thanks to our sponsor, we are featuring a little cat head vodka. Oh yeah. It's smooth right. too. It and smooth. we're mixing it with a little drink mate sparkled water. So we got both our sponsors woven into this drink here. So cheers. cheers. And you might ask, what the heck is a cathead? Well, I'm gonna tell you, cathead is a compliment in Mississippi. First coined back in the day by blues musicians as a nod to the artists they respect. Mississippi artists and musicians went on to use Cathead in many forms of folk art and all sorts of things. And Mississippi is, uh, you know, of course, a state of blues, right? I mean, kind of where blues music began. And they ended, this was kind of crazy, I didn't realize this, they ended Prohibition in 1966, last state in the union to do it. So 40 years later, lifelong friends and blues fans founded Cathead Distilleries. Okay. And Cathead on their bottle has the tagline support live music. All right. So cheers yep. to JJ cheers. and the Hustlers cheers. in the house and cheers to Cathead supporting live music and you all can go out and support live music and see JJ and the Hustlers at the Earl. That's off of Flat Shoals Avenue in Atlanta, Saturday, February 19th, 8 p.m. 12 bucks at the door, cheap money, well spent because you've been, you haven't been out for a long time. So get out and see them. Then buy some vinyl, buy some CDs, buy some merch because they need to have money to buy Cathead vodka. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And chicken to burn. And chicken to burn because they burn a lot of chicken. <laughs> Hate it for those chickens. So we're going to play, uh, we're going to play songs off burned on the grill a couple minutes and then we're going to chat have a conversation about the music but before we do that we're going to feature a song in uh, honor of kevin's 50th birthday so if we could cue up (laughs) 
the Beatles singing a little birthday. All right. The Beatles, y'all, and birthday song, a classic, and that was in honor of Kevin's birthday. Kevin, you had a um, interesting weekend. You oh, yeah. uh, you were telling me in the run up to the show. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we went in celebration. We went uh, up to Cherokee, yeah. uh, up to the Harrah's up there yeah. to do some gambling. Yeah, uh, we were hoping to, that Alice would would meet us at the tables, but he yeah. was too busy. That would be Alice Cooper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were speculating, uh, JD, you're thinking maybe he's turning 70, he, would, he turned 74, 75. Yeah. It was, I think so. On Friday. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. Love it. And you guys had a great time. We did. Yeah. It was a, it was a rather long weekend, especially at, at this age. Yeah. <laughs> at 50. Yeah. You're just a young man. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and I was celebrating on Sunday, uh, Bob Marley's birthday. Awesome. So a uh, nice juxtaposition between Alice Cooper on Friday and Marley on, uh, but yeah, great music good in between. Kevin Ryan nice, nice right range. Yeah, and Kevin, uh, <laughs> a part of the Hustlers right on uh, <laughs> right on Friday. Um, or today, rather. So talk about Burned <laughs> on the Grill. This is your second album. And yep. um, you know, talk about how that came about and a little bit of the title. I, I, I've gotten a kind of a sense. Yeah, boys. okay, so... <laughs> I think maybe if we go with the story of the title, we we were we we kind of noticed that like we always have people come over for uh, band practice, and it kind of starts with dinner because you know it's always after work or in right. the, you know after Saturday's family stuff, and then sure. it's like time for dinner. So we fire up the grill. Everybody comes over and brings something, and then um, we'll we'll get to. To, to, to cooking and then we'll get to drinking and then we'll start playing and then we'll forget that we were cooking. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. It's kind of a vicious cycle, isn't it? Or yeah, one way or, or another, the it's kind of in a circle. And then we go back out and we're like, oh no. Oh, oh boy. Oh, we forgot to check the chicken. And you, yeah. uh, and this is at your house most of the time because you've been yeah, able to convert your garage, garage to yeah. uh, what Classic, you think. You know, gr- um, home garage with. Yeah. Carpet and and posters and yeah. a refrigerator. And Talk about just, some of the posters because you've got some really eclectic. I got, I got some good ones. I got Ramones and uh, Blondie, Johnny Paycheck, Elvis, mm. yeah, um, Marilyn Monroe, Alice Cooper, yeah, the El Caminos. I love it. What else? Well, you got, um, you got oh, the um, the Martian statue. That's nine not exactly pound hammer, poster, but. Uh, Wow. A, a giant Martian that talks, <laughs> you know, a, a, a refrigerator full of beer. I love you know. that. Well, Wahi and I are going to have to come over. We oh, should a, record the show there. with the uh, remote control. <laughs> oh, nice. And a leather couch. But re- not where you uh, cook the chicken. No. You cook the chi- maybe you should cook the chicken up. there. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should roll the grill right in there. The and you, you <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we talked about bringing a grill on um, stage before, yeah. uh, but we just haven't figured figured out the logistics of that yet because I don't think they're going to let us do no, that. No, probably not. Club. The fire marshal might. <laughs> yeah. and, and as I understand it, your mom actually shook Elvis's hand or touched Elvis at a concert. Is that... Did I read that right? Yes, that's right. I think no. so. And I, I remember that from, uh, I don't know how old I was when yeah. they went to the concert. I think maybe I was around five years old. And I remember, I think they went to the, I think it was the Omni, yeah. I think. Yeah. And when they came home, they had gotten close enough where Elvis was doing his whole lean over thing yeah. to the crowd. And my mom reached up and like grabbed his hand, like swiped his, his 
his, his hand. hand. Just a, 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 a moment for her, like, like yeah, like none you know, before. Yeah. And I listen mean, to this. And then a follow up. My wife did the same thing to Keith Richards when he was giving her a pick. No way. Yeah, we solved the pick. Oh, the Keith Richards pick. Oh my God. So you guys are like. like We've been, they've been, the You've women been anointed. Have been touched. No, yeah, the women have been touched. That's right. Yeah. I like to think of it the other way around. Uh, right? yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're going to come back. I want to flush out a little bit about your uh, formative years because uh, some interesting history there, starting with that. But let's uh, talk or let's play, if we could, Wahid, Office Job off of Burned on the Grill, the second album from JJ and the Hustlers. for next year It's my best job and the world's gone away I don't know what to do but I'll make my own way All this job gonna help me pay all my bills All this job gonna help me get all my grills All this job gonna take As DJ can relate to that song, Office Job, and I'm glad I'm now doing this gig. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, boy, those, those office jobs. Oh, Lord have mercy. So we've got <laughs> to give a shout out to uh, our friend, our mutual friend, Jason Becknell with Radio Tucker for the introduction to JJ and the Hustlers. And uh, what a cool proposition, you guys. If you haven't checked out Radio Tucker, out of Tucker, Georgia, as the name implies, but um, Jason does a, a really what I think is a pretty remarkable thing for musicians. He's his tagline is locally programmed, globe, globally enjoyed because it's internet based, so 365, 24 seven, and he focuses on bands like JJ and the Hustlers, up and comers, or bands you know like Driving and Crying, REM, you know Indigo Girls, etc. That have made it big. But the other cool thing that we like about our friend Jason is he's rebroadcasting all the Ride the Vibe shows. Tuesday evening from 9 to 10, regardless of where the artist is based. So we really appreciate that collaboration. Talk about Office Job. Um, I think uh, basically it's kind of a song that, that in my mind is about Kevin <laughs> and his job and him kind of like dealing with the whole thing of like whether or not he wants to stay there or not. Yeah. Um, because sometimes, you know, you have to work. I mean, everybody has to work. <laughs> right. But sometimes you have to stay at a somewhere that you're not really, that you don't really want to. Digging. Um, because you're making good money, you got to take care of your family and everything else. So right. like, but, you know, it's trying to talk about like the good and the bad of, of, of an office job because it does afford you the money to get the things that you need and want right. to do. Right. So it's just that whole thing and, you know, kind of like going into it a little bit and describing how painful it is to wake up in the morning and yeah. have to look around and see the people that you don't really want to be. They're all here. Yeah. They're all here. Again, I don't want to be here. I want to be on stage somewhere. Wow. Yeah, or, you know, or anything. We can all relate to that. Lake, you know, yeah. or whatever. So, 
Uh, yeah, I would say at the time when when we wrote that song, it was like uh, very much a grind, uh, yeah. you know. And that's uh, there's, I think there's one of the lyrics in, yeah. in that song, and and it was, you know, it, it was uh, the sixty hour week, working really hard, you know, um, and a little bit monotonous, not it, it, and you know the whole punch in the time card and. Yeah. You know, the, the blue ties and coffee, you know, you could come in with a tie on, you drink coffee, and you start your day every single day like that. Same so, way, right. You know, just trying to paint that picture. You're in Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah a little all bit. over again. Yeah. And yeah. if you, sometimes you got to, you got to push yourself hard to kind of get over and out of that. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Right. You know? Um and it's tough, but, but then and then there's the there's the lyric that says you know it's my off it, it, it pay all my bills get all my thrills because right you know like when you work that hard and you, if you're if you're making good money when you work you that get hard, to take then, it and go up to Harris that's right and, and yeah. see the Alice Cooper that's right off a job so, help me I know, love it pay all my bills a- and or <laughs> and or becomes your friend go fishing. <laughs> As you write about in the second song, we're going to queue up. And then I want to come back and talk about your formative years uh, growing up. But let's hear a little river bend because that's a, a juxtaposition to office job. Yeah. And I understand there's a little bit of a backstory uh, to that song as well. The River Bend? River Bend. Yeah. That's the uh, uh, fishing in Clemson, right? Yeah. Yes, All right, yes. Kevin's got this from the top. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Younger bro on his 50th birthday. That's right. We uh, That song, uh, I think, is in the spirit of, of, of Willie Nelson. It was yeah. sort of the inspiration because if you, when you listen to Willie's songs, it's usually a story. And not almost he doesn't really ever have a chorus almost if you yeah. if you listen it's just a it's a story and I wanted to write a song like that and I picked this 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 uh, trip that I made with some college buddies and we were we were going to go camping and fishing and we were headed towards Clemson yeah and uh, we were underage we had <laughs> beer in the cooler we had perfect other stuff that. Is a little bit more legal now, you know, like, uh, but wasn't exactly legal back then. And uh, we come, I think it was Highway 11, if I remember correctly. I'm in a little Isuzu pickup. My, yeah, my yeah. buddy's in the in the back, in the, in the bed, because you could still do that. Do that right? back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and back in the and we, we come over the hill and we come down and there's like, I think probably 12 of the of the county mounties, the, the oh, round the round boy. hat guys, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the state troopers, the state troopers with your, a big roadblock. Your blues brothers flashing back, <laughs> oh. and, and we come we come rolling in, and 
I remember my my buddy uh, Felix. He there was a like a, a can of beer in the gas in the garbage can. He turned it, and stuck his knee there so yeah. that it wouldn't spin around. And <laughs> we're like, in the light. you know, and we're just like, and I had a camo hat on, and and I and I we're we're from our parents or my dad was from South Carolina, sure. so I, I I threw on my my biggest redneck accent, accent. that I could. And he's like, <laughs> he's lathering like, it up. He's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, He's like, what are y'all doing? I'm like, man, we're we're heading up, we're we're going fishing up up to Clemson, you know, and and uh, and then the other one of the other guys comes with his flashlight, he's shining in the window, and he looks, he sees some bottle caps oh, on the boy. floor, and he's like, somebody's been drinking some cold beer, oh, you know, no like, way. you know, and like, and we're, and I was like, oh, are you starting I, to sweat? I was like, yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what to do other than yeah. just speak more redneck, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or southern, whatever you want to call it, yeah, and uh. And after, you know, after a little while, I think they probably felt sorry for us or whatever. And they were just like, all right. And he's like, y'all are good. Y'all, y'all can leave, get on out of here. And then as we're pulling away, the guy, uh, I hear, I hear him yell, like we're pulling out. He's like, y'all catch him hard. You know, <laughs> we're like, oh my God, oh, how boy. did we make it through that? Yeah. You know? And, and you don't know why they were stopping people for. Really, really not. Just one of those was, by the grace of God. Yeah, yeah, one of those moments. And so wow. we we escaped. We were like, we felt like we had won, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we were so happy. And yeah. so we found our, our our fishing our camping spot, which was right on the on the river bend, and and stayed up all night and drank and it makes for a brilliant <laughs> song and a killer story. Yeah, and, and so a we, fun time. That's yeah. right. And on the way back, I'm sure you had nothing. In your car. No, no. <laughs> Except some fish. Yeah. <laughs> Trout, you know. I love it. So, well, so you guys grew up in Atlanta, but your parents, or dad, South Carolina. Talk about your formative years and, you know, writing, because you were writing really young, as I understand it. From uh, yeah. He's the leader there. Just JJ. Um, <laughs> okay, well, it all started with, like, my dad bought my mom a... Um, it was like a, a knockoff of on a Gibson Dove. Yeah. A big, giant acoustic guitar because my mom always wanted to learn how to play guitar, I think. So she did for a little bit. And then I don't, you know, she was probably too busy to full on learn it. And yeah. then it that guitar went down to my older brother who started learning how to play Zeppelin and and all this. I think he still knows how to play the, the Zeppelin lick. I think it's... You might not remember he did that Saturday night at my party. Oh, he did, yeah, yeah, he, your birthday party. Yeah, he pulled out the guitar and did that. Because I've read that the soundtrack of y'all's growing up was Dazed and Confused, <laughs> that brilliant Zeppelin song. Yes, and <laughs> so he he um so after then Dan had a band in our in our carport. Yeah, and they let me play along with them like I was a drummer yeah. but, and I kind of set up a little small drum set and they let me play along they played Stone the Stones and oh, they were like a killer cover band and then um, so that, that was always kind of going along going along he had his his friends um, were really good yeah. like musician dudes and and then so I was all like you know amazed by that and yeah. wanted to keep doing it and then I think he kind of lost interest in playing that guitar and that's about when I the time I picked it up so I started, you know, writing songs. Like me and Kevin would just, I mean, we would just write songs about anything. You yeah. know, like we wrote a song about frogs and then we wrote a song about fleas. <laughs> and we wrote, you know, because I mean, we're kids pretty much. Right, and we're right. like, you know. There was a time when we had fleas in the house because we had uh, pets, dogs. Sure, and, and of course. they would be crawling up <laughs> we, our, our leg and we'd get and, them, you know. Yeah, and, we, and it, we'd write, <laughs> we ended up writing a song about how much the fleas like blood. And they were all, you know, they took on a big larger than life kind of yeah, yeah. persona. Up and, um, and it, and it gave, became like <laughs> funny. And then we just kind of went with that. And and, and um, you guys are how close? In, in uh, four years. Four years. Three, sometimes right. three. And then Dan is two years older than me. Two years old. But, um, but that, so we, we would always, I was just always writing songs at home like that. Yeah. And we would kind of record them on a cassette thing. And maybe like, we'd make our own four track. We'd dump it over to another one and like hit the drums. Yeah. You know, and just make like these really bad recordings. But we were basically two tracking, yeah. you know, just in my in my room, you know. And then- What a passion. Got, yeah, you have a, it, I mean, it, it comes through in what you're, in the, in yeah, you're that's describing what, it. Yeah, and, and yeah he, I mean, I can remember doing, sitting I remember singing Kiss yeah. with my buddies. Like, a, you know, like you put the Kiss record on over here yeah. and start singing like karaoke yeah. nowadays, you know, yeah, and right. then record it. And then, you know, show your girlfriend that you can sound like Paul Stanley too. Yeah. 
Work and like, every time. <laughs> Some heavy crap, Work man. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> but, Just go, uh, where, are the, where are the platform boots there, JJ? Yeah, I got them. I got them in my closet. Ready to go. White stacks. I got them from the trash. <laughs> ready to go. New York. But anyway, um, <laughs> but, you know, all the songwriting, all the fun, playing music with, with the friends, it's always just something that yeah. we were always doing. I was, right. my buddies, you know, and back then there was a Partridge family and it was like a huge thing to everybody in the neighborhood was in a band. Right. You know, eight six seven five three zero nine. you know, right. there, there was a family up the street that was like doing that. They would have church bands and, you know, all the older brothers in the neighborhood were cranking queen and, yeah. you know, it was just a really good rock upbringing in my neighborhood as yeah. well as sports in school and a lot of family, you know, yeah. and it was just this kind of special place that we grew up in, yeah. I guess. Hence the tagline, family fun and rock and roll. Yeah. What could be it's better? been that way. Yeah. I love it. Well, how about a little cold steel, Waheed, if we could? Playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say. Shout out to the late, great, brilliant Tom Petty. Thank you, Tom, for giving me license to say what I want to say and play what I want to play. Because you were <laughs> the man and you did it. Uh, having a great conversation with uh, JJ and the Hustlers. That would be JJ Garrison and Kevin Garrison, two brothers. Kevin's celebrating a 50th birthday today. That was Cold Steel. Talk about y'all, uh, you know, we're... we're Pick up on the formative years and bands in high school and, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. So what we were saying is like well, throughout all our growing up in our neighborhood where it was, we were, it was always, there was a lot of bands and a lot of sports, a lot yeah. of families and stuff like that. And then at, when we got to high school, we kind of gravitated towards the guys that also had that going on in their, their neighborhood, like yeah. Tom and Will yeah. that are in the Hustlers now were playing with me in high school and we would, you know, do the same thing, go over to their house and their parents, they had a jam room in the basement, pinball machine, tons of vinyl, you know, we'd raid the refrigerator. I mean, the parents would like let us kind of, yeah. you know, run amok a little bit, but, um, in a but safe basically, environment. Yeah. yeah, but basically we were right, we were down there playing and writing songs and yeah. we also learned a ton of covers and we played high school dances and yeah. house parties and under the know, band name. Uh, well, one, it, first it was Blitzkrieg, then yeah. it was Rivers and Rocks. Ah, Rivers and, and Rocks as a takeoff on... Kind of a driving and crying thing, because ah, they were getting big. And yeah, yeah. We wanted to do that, too. Yeah. A shout out to driving and crying. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, I love it. Um, and Will had a band called Whatever, yeah. and they played 
um, and sh they played Shambly parties, yeah. which is where Jimmy, who's playing with us now, Jimmy Deamer is a teacher yep. at Shambly High School. And we went to St. Pius. And so, um, you know, just we just kept it going all through high school, yeah. even though, you know, we were playing football and baseball and having little jobs or whatever. We'd always kind of have the band thing to yeah. to do as a fun thing for us, you know. Yeah. And so I guess um, me and Will went on and played in the Go Devils. Okay. And yep. that was kind of a big band in like early, late 80s late eighties, early nineties mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, um, and then that kind of split up and we went our kind of our separate directions for a little while, for a little while. And yeah. I played in the El Caminos for 20 yeah. years and Will 20 played years in El Camino. Still going too. Wow. Yeah. And then Will played in, um, Smoke, you know, with Benjamin and, yeah. and that, that whole crowded of friends. Yeah. And, um, and Tom was always in a jazz band mm. or, you know, playing the upright and, and um, I threw, he went to Georgia Tech and, yeah. and um, he would always be in a jazz band. But and then we met Steve and Anna, yeah. you know, and they um, had the same kind of likes and, and dislikes as we did. So, yeah. you know, it just kind of all fell into place. And have we missed know, anybody? We have we got, you got, I got to ask you about the wild turkeys. The wild turkey. Who the heck are the wild turkeys? <laughs> <laughs> like that's got to go back to the family of fun theme, right? Because yeah, yeah. uh, the you know for the we wrote our the first album in two thousand and five, yep. and that was before any of our kids were born. Ah, yeah, and yeah. so it was right. We finished the album, and that's titled favorite. Yeah, favorite places. Favorite places. Yeah. It was, uh, I almost forgot there. Yeah. For a yeah, it's been a while. And no, I listened so, to it. I thought that was a very good album as well. Um, so yeah, we uh, we finished writing that album and then uh, started starting started having kids. Yeah, and um, but so and then there's my Dan who has four kids. Wow, and and then we ended up having. The four together. I mean, not, not me and JJ. But yeah, four kids of our yeah. own. Two, <laughs> me two JJ, each. Me and JJ two had each. kids yep. together. <laughs> um, and then uh, we, when we get together, we sometimes we we can continue doing it where we. It'll be my mom's birthday or yeah. my brother's birthday. We'll just write a song about it. Yeah, or we'll make run. Uh, we'll go to Lake Lanier as a family, and we end up. That's there's a song called Summertime. Yeah, and we're we gonna wrote, play that <clears throat> at the very end. And uh, so the kids, when they get involved, we 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 give them their instruments, yeah. and and we gave them their own little band name, which is the Wild, Wild Turkeys, Turkeys, which is kind of like uh, they're our backup singers. Backup I singers, love and it. A and their age of, ranges are well. Let's see, we got sixteen, all of them. So we got Mc, we got McKenna, Rebecca, oh the Emma, Wild Turkeys, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're we range from like twenty eight down to wow. ten now. Oh my God! So kids, yeah, right. it, yeah. The wild tur turkey started when the dance kids were yeah, little, right, right. And now right. the four that you're talking about on the record, yeah, they're the ones that are singing on summer summertime. Those are me yeah. and Kevin's kids. Ah. but the the basically the wild turkeys are all the grandkids. Yeah, I love it. A little bit of ode to the bourbon. You know, I, play on words yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, we are going to take just a short break, y'all, to support our sponsor in this case. And our friend and the uh, person that introduced the last DJ to JJ and the Hustlers, that would be Jason Becknell with Radio Tucker. And then we're going to be right back and roll the rest of the show commercial free. Thanks to Jason. Hi there, it's Jason from Radio Tucker. We're the new station in town, but you don't have to live in Tucker to enjoy the music we play. We play a mix of music from the 60s to today's alternative indie and all country. We're local, so we love local music. We play lots of Georgia bands, and we'll even play your local band. Streaming 24-7 at RadioTucker.com, or look for us on the TuneIn app, or ask Alexa to play Radio Tucker. Locally programmed, globally enjoyed, we're Radio Tucker. Thank yeah. you so much to uh, Radio Tucker and Jason Becknell for the introduction to these cats, these cool cats, JJ and the Hustlers. And uh, they've got another band member, uh, Brandy Turner, we want to talk about a little bit. Well, what we're going to say is um, on the show on the February the 19th, yeah. um, uh, Mario, who's was like... That would be at the Earl. Yes. On in Flat Shoals Avenue, y'all. He was one of the original drummers. He also played drums in El Caminos, but 
he um, and Brandy have started this new thing. Brandy's the one of the lead guitar players yep. um, currently. Yep. So they have this thing where they kind of um, open the show with um, a bunch of covers. Yeah. And they're both really great, everything they do, but Mari's especially funny. And sometimes we'll change the lyrics on a song and, you know, Brandy's over there playing leads on every everything. So it's just a good time and a good opening band to kind of like, you know, lighten up the whole evening, get you in a good mood before we come on. And what's their, what do they go with? They're called Brass Saddle. A Brass Saddle. Yeah. So Brass Saddle, opening up. Well, Georgie Harris. Okay. Talk about is, them a little bit. Uh, she's a um, local musician that kind of over in East Atlanta, yeah. and she's been playing out a lot, kind of plays a lot of times by herself. Yeah. But she's really great, like, guitar player, singer, and um, she's going to play first. Yeah. And then Mario. Doors open at 8, and so yeah. she'll kick off. Yeah. And then the brass. Brass saddle will play. Play. And then JJ and the Hustlers after that. Wow, I so love it. It's going to so be a lot of fun. Great value for 12 bucks. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. And then they have beverages there? What, what's yeah. the deal on the Earl? Yeah, they have a restaurant oh. on the front. <laughs> Do they have any cat They have the best food in Atlanta, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, the, ah. Yeah, the, the, Earl, the food at the Earl is, is, is amazing. It's always been in the back. Great. Wow, I love it. And that's where me and my wife met. No way. So, at the Earl. Thank you, the Earl. They have oh, uh, my some God. of the greatest huevos rancheros if you're hungover after yeah. a Saturday night <laughs> or whatever. That's the place to go. In the morning, yeah. Oh, I love me some huevos. And shrimp hash. Oh, my God. They used to have a thing called Dunch. Dunch. Yeah, you go there in the afternoon, yeah. Bloody Mary's, uh, you know, for the house, pictures, and they have all this different it. stuff in the band playing in the corner, and that kind of goes on into yeah, the yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like y'all have performed there we, during yeah, those, yeah, and, and been uh, spectators as well. Both. Both all of the above. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, speaking of, that's a, that is a Saturday night, the 19th, February, 8 p.m., so we need to queue up. JJ and the Hustlers, Saturday night. Saturday night. <laughs> Too many days between the Saturday nights. Y'all talk. I'm having a great chat with uh, JJ and Kevin, brothers of JJ and the Hustlers, talking about their upcoming gig at the Earl Saturday, February 19th, 8 p.m. Three acts, y'all, for 12 bucks. That's nothing. Come on. You haven't been out in a long, long time. Get out. See them at the Earl. They got great uh, food. They got great, a uh, great venue, and uh, they do all sorts of crazy stuff there with drunks. What is it called? What was that thing you told me? 
Brunch is oh, brunch. Dunch. That's on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. That's on the Sunday. <laughs> so after you all go to this show, then you go you to the dunch. Right you back. come back. You go right back. Saturday and morning. You get, and what do you get? The huevos rancheros. Huevos rancheros. And, and I, yeah, I get the shrimp hash. And the shrimp. And and that's where uh, JJ proposed. Did you propose or you no, met her? That's where I met my wife. Met your wife. So that's symbolic there. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, talk about Saturday night. It's uh. <laughs> um. Saturday night came around because of, you know, just the, 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 again, the struggle, you know, like the song says, you know, you, you get up in the morning, you're trying to get to work, you know, but all of a sudden you forgot that you left your lights on in the van and it won't start, you know, all been there. you haven't, you plugged your phone in, but it didn't charge, you know, um, it, you, you know, your coffee's getting cold cause you don't have a good Yeti, you know? <laughs> And all those because you're, yeah. you're on that office job treadmill that's yeah, trying to make right, enough yeah. money to you, have the Yeti. You, look to, you, you look to your left and you see the grass is a foot and a half high and your lawnmower's not working and you're like, I just want everything to be regular, yeah. you know, or like work yeah. for once, you know. And then the only way sometimes out of it is just is just you know lose yourself in a Saturday night. So. Yeah, have a cat head. Have a cat head. Yeah. Go to the Earl. Go to the Earl. Hear JJ and the Hustlers. <laughs> Bring a saddle. And who was the opening? And Georgie Harris. And Georgie Harris. Come on, y'all. What could be better? Oh, I like the, uh, the you got and a lot of these songs too. When you there's a there's a definitely a sense of humor. Yeah. In the in the songs and yeah. I, I my daughter uh, drew. She, her favorite line is when JJ goes, I, I cranked up the truck and the darn thing wouldn't start, you know? <laughs> and then you picture, we wrote the, we wrote the line, I remember cracking and up. And I'm sure it, it wasn't darn, right? You, no, well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it made it darn in the song. But, yeah. No, it's darn so, on the song, but, no, I mean, but I, how do you yeah. crank it up if it won't start? Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy's looking out the window. I watched the grass grow longer every day as, as if there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Get your mower going. So talk about your creative process and the collaboration you two are the primary, pretty much, yeah, and have been, yeah, since forever, since forever. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah we've been trading, crazy trading ideas back and forth for a long time, and you know, is I, it like I a think, one mind kind of thing? Pretty much, I mean, you, little, you, I mean, I, I think we definitely, we once, definitely, connect. once we get in, once we get an idea, once we get the hook in it, you yeah, know, then yeah. we're like, I, I usually pick up the guitar, and sometimes Kevin will have like a little melody or just like a, a phrase or a, or the the chorus. Yeah. And I'm like, well, so what are you thinking? Like this, you know? And I'll like kind of, and he's like, I don't know, maybe not like that. Do it different way or something. And then I'll just keep kind of fooling around until it starts sounding like us. And then once we get fired up, then it's like, boom, let's write some verses, you know? And yeah. then and then you just, you know, you sit there and it starts flowing out. My, yeah. but, my, my favorite thing though, is to be driving around in my car. I get a text from JJ. It's got an audio bike and yeah. he's like sitting in traffic and he starts singing. Same kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like, wow. oh no, here we go. And then he, he's just riding around singing to his phone in his car. Uh -oh. And, and I send it to <laughs> And he sends this wow. to me or I'll, I'll write a, I'll have a, like he said, a chorus or some some title or at least get a, a title and a chorus. At three in the morning. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, he Kevin's up. Looks like he's got something. So they come to you at any time <laughs> in the inspiration, much, yeah. and then you capture it, and you know, the, yeah, yeah, we're working through, and like we yeah. have, we have, you know, pages and pages of things that we could develop, you know, yeah. and it's just it would we just need to have the time to doing it, but we're actually starting record number three, ah, and we're gonna record it in my jam space that I we I got it all set up now for ready for recording, yeah. And uh, we're going to track it there and then go take it to get mixed this time because um, that yeah. way we can, you know, kind of keep it in the house. and, and um, So it will be a not true indie garage band. Garage recorded. Recorded album. production. Yeah. I love that. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about that project, but I want to hear Beautiful Eyes, if we could, why he
guys, and I'm just taking a stab here as the last DJ that that is a tribute to someone significant in y'all's life. Is that, am I even close? Yeah, that, that song, it, there's a cool story behind that song. Yeah, I'd um, love to hear it. I, I, that, I wrote that song, and with the help of JJ eventually, uh, yeah. for my daughter, Drew. Uh-huh. But it came after uh, JJ wrote a song for his daughter, Nina, yeah. called uh, Blue-Eyed Baby. Right, yeah. and so we I, we got that recorded, and on her birthday played played we did a made a video, yeah, and played it for her. It was either her first or second birthday or something like that, yeah. yeah. And then uh, my daughter, who's a little older than Nina, saw it yeah. and goes, "Hey, Dad, could you write a song uh, like that for me?" Wow. And I said, "Sure, I can, but it might it might take a little while because I it's not just something you I just not going to sit down and right. just do it." And so, right. um, over the next probably well shoot i mean it took us another another 15 to 12 mm, 13 years to no to, to record the second album wow but that's well, so that song yeah. we song we, but we were yeah. writing songs for the for the next decade it's just yeah. we were so busy raising our kids that right, we never right. sat down and focused on making the new album yeah. so but over time it was the, the i wrote the song beautiful eyes jj helped me finish it yeah and then on the new album, we recorded it. And then yeah. it was only a couple of years ago that I released it to my daughter. Oh, you know, like, no this is way. This was the song. You asked me to write this when yeah. you were five years old. And How did she react? <laughs> I mean, because kids can be so not patient, typically. It was but, a very special moment. I mean, yeah, when, when I played it, because, you know, she I, I told her we were recording it and it was almost ready. And then when wow. I felt like we had the the version that was worthy of hearing, yeah, I let her hear it. And it was just me and her oh when I God. played it to her for the first time. And that was really cool. Wow. And so, yeah. That's oh, a, that's my a, God. It's a, it's a cool song because... You know, we have two yeah, ballads to our, our daughters, right, you know, right. so it's pretty cool. I love it. Well, shifting gears just slightly, because that's so emotional. I got <laughs> to decelerate <laughs> yeah. a little bit from that. Or I'll be, I'll be all in tears or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, talk about, you know, this, this shifting landscape for artists. I can't even imagine. But how do you, you know, what's your decision? Singles versus an EP versus you guys have got vinyl. I mean... Versus a CD, how do you, you know, what's... We like it old school, pretty much. It's like, for me, we need to make a record, and and it needs to be... Literally, an album. Yeah, we need to make a real real record like they used to back in the day, so that when it's done, it can go right next to all the other ones in my stack. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and and it's got to have at least 10 to 12, you know, know, side A, side B. It just, it has to be that way for it to really... What the hell? I had that. Oh. Anyway, he'll he can fix that. Yeah, fix that. <laughs> um, so it has to be that way, just because that's the, because what that's what I feel that is the proper format to, yeah. to enjoy music. You yeah. know, um, and I couldn't agree na- more. Nowadays, nowadays you don't have to go flip the record right. if you don't want right. to. You can right. you can listen to it digitally, but yeah. you really need that twelve by twelve artwork in your yeah. hand. Yeah, you know, and it, preferably time. if you can have a double. And talk about the artwork on uh, JJ and the Hustlers, uh, Burn on the Grill. They can't see it, but we'll, we're holding it up virtually. Well, I've been, and it's um, killer, uh, killer artwork. Who yeah, did? Who did it? I drew all these guys, and basically, we you were did kind of, it. You drew the. Yeah, I drew. I draw, you know, um, and paint for. He's a he's like a accomplished artist. JJ ah, JJ oh, wow. got his master's in painting and at. Atlanta College of Art. Literally. Like, Literally. He has paintings. He just gave me a killer painting for my birthday. It's oh, it's no badass. Way. It's called Third Eye. It's really, really kick-ass wow. painting. Anyway, I don't Can people steal. buy but, your uh, um, art? Yeah, I'm going to have an art show, I think, this year. I don't know. I got a few more to do. And yeah. um, But, you know, I have like, I have, I do paintings at home. But yeah. for this was just like, you know, we were just drawing some goofy guys like yeah. one night at, um, at Kevin's house a long the time ago. The original studio. And this is actually... <laughs> There's a story about my uncle who used to take us to this place called the Swamp Guinea <laughs> up, up in 
North, uh, South Carolina. It was like yeah. an all-you-can-eat seafood. I don't place. even think the town exists anymore. Where Swamp <laughs> Guinea was, it doesn't. It's like album cover. <laughs> I mean, I That's can see Swamp Guinea. Yeah, I can uh, see that. There. It's not a chicken. It's Swamp Guinea. No. Yeah, <laughs> but, I love uh, it. But you know, or he his name's and it looks like JJ uh, drinking some moonshine or something. This is just like you know, could be any what, man. What we <laughs> for what every man. We remember, like when you listen to this record, this is what what you're gonna do. Or if you or if you go to Swamp Guinea, that's the kind of person. You might see there. So right? you all are not seeing this, of course, because this is a podcast. But you're gonna see it when you go out and buy the album. And we're gonna and we well and oh my gosh, this is not a stretch. But we're gonna queue up for the record. All right, <laughs> perfect. But it's talking not about records, but for the record. That's right. Different. We'll be right back. JJ and the Hustlers have a record, y'all. That's vinyl that's out, burned on the grill. And y'all are going to go out and buy that. And I know you're going to buy it. If you don't buy it before, you're going to buy it at the Earl on Saturday night, February 19th at 8 p.m. For the record, that's not really talking about records, but for the record, talk about that song a little bit. Because time is flying by, and I've got one more song. Yeah, I I'll get make in. I'll make this quick. That was a little bit of a you, you know when you're when you're writing songs, you know you a lot of times they come out of uh, moments in your life that are either good, really good, or really bad. Yeah, that's a really bad uh, stretch. Uh, I got divorced and all that, and but but I I, I love the song because uh, there would be times where uh, I, I found myself sending emails. To my lawyer, I would yeah. I would see something. It would be like for the record, the subject yeah. line. So I, I, right. I have like a lot of a hundred, you know, whatever emails that said for, for the, record, the record, for the record, right. for the record. Yeah. And I'm like, and then it was one of those moments where I was, I was like, okay, that sounds like a a song. It's a blues song. Yeah, it's a blues song. A lot it of us have like walked in those moccasins. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was cool because I, I collaborated with a buddy of mine who lives up in New Jersey, uh, yeah. my friend Mark. And yeah. then and and uh JJ helped me help me finish that song. And yeah. it was cool because he's he was up in New Jersey and when we recorded it, JJ's you'll hear it in the song. JJ's yeah. voice was blown out yeah. a little bit. But he ended up sounding like the boss. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're like, hey, we, we conjured up that, the boss yeah. for that one, you know? <laughs> New Jersey, your channel. Awesome. Yeah. It was like, you know, it's kind of a nasty was song. Was it cathartic right? to, to write the song? Yeah, to kind for, of, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And and doing it with, uh, my, of course, JJ, but, but my yeah. buddy and 
Yeah. Just it was like, let's get this out, and and it sounds pretty killer. I, think. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool song, but the, I the love story. It. I love like that backstory, though. Touchy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the so these pops. cats are going to go for the record and go out and buy that. And we're going to queue up the last song we're going to play because the show's just flown by. But we're going to play a little summertime because we're getting close to summertime here in the South, and we can't wait to get That's back right. out on the rafts and out on the river and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So a little summertime, if we could, Waheed. You getting in the spirit of some summertime, listening to JJ and the Hustlers, and you're going to be at the Earl on Saturday night, February 19th, hearing them play live, buying their albums, buying their merch, because it's a struggle for these artists, y'all. Come on, man. And you, you're not helping them out, really, on Spotify, because they're making point oh 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 three three two cents per stream. You know, they can't even get a decent beverage for that, for crying out loud. And that... In that song, you you heard the wild turkeys, yeah, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Well, the time has just flown by, y'all. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll open it up for some parting comments. Kevin, JJ, either one. I just want to thank you for having us out here. This is great. It's great to meet you, and I hope that you come to the show and get on stage and dance around with us a little bit. <laughs> I love it. It'll be awesome. That sounds like a good check invitation. Check out the Earl. Uh, yeah, the Earl sounds fantastic. Yeah, and then meet us for Dutch and have some huevos from the next it. morning. <laughs> I love it. But no, yeah, I, I also appreciate you having uh, having us to talk about the, the album and promote the show at the Earl. Yeah. And, and doing this for all other artists and being hooked up with Jason and yeah. Radio Tucker and the whole thing. You know, just keep it going and you know, we'll we'll come back again if you if you'll have. Amen. Because you've got a new album coming out, and we'd love to have you back on the show. And uh, again, cheers to Kevin on his fiftieth birthday, drinking a little cat head and some <laughs> yeah. sparkling water. We are out of here on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, broadcasting from DRS ATL, a wicked awesome studio in Roswell, Georgia. Check it out, my friend Wahee Gomes, the consummate host. We're out of here. Y'all. Oh,